Conscious Collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, change makers, and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body, and business. Each week, we share, discuss, and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body, and business. What up, guys? I'm Emily. And I'm Lisa. And we are the Conscious Collaboration. Yeah, yeah. Emily, how you doing? Hi. I'm so good. How are you doing? Good. You know, if we don't have any more electronic glitches, I think we'll be even great. Or- I think we'll be the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> so great that we're not going to screw things up. <laughs> Never. Um, because today's topic is, okay, imagine everything is going well. It's lucky girl syndrome. You're finding the parking spots, you're having things flow your way, there's open invitations and opportunities coming to you. Deposits in the bank account. (laughs) Way positive bank accounts, multiple bank accounts. Um, But what is, and we talked about this in last week's episode of Lucky Girl Syndrome, Um, What is it about our human nature to have this desire to self-sabotage success? Yeah, Um, it's a thing. It's a big thing. It's a thing in business and in relationships, um, as with a lot of the topics we talk about. Yeah, totally intertwined. Um, Because I think that's one thing that if any psychologist or therapist or anybody who's looking to do research would caution us in following a lucky girl mindset would, would say, you know, um, yeah, that's kind of dangerous because you're, you're setting yourself up for downfalls and misses. Um, you're thinking, um, you're expecting, right. You're putting these expectations that things are always going to be this um, you know, million dollar, million dollar day, we're going to win the lottery. And it's just not that way. So it's a slippery slope. Well, that's also why you had to approach lucky girl, you know, the lucky girl mindset, not in, and I think we, we touched on this too, last week, not from a place of I'm trying to control this actual outcome, right? Like some exact right. outcome that, that you're trying to manifest, but rather, you know, things always work out for me. I always have what I need. That type of more broad, general yeah. attitude. Keeping mm-hmm. it very loose. But I think, I mean, I think self-sabotage is almost just being in the opposite energy mm-hmm. of lucky girl syndrome. And maybe as things start to manifest, um, you know, for a number of different reasons, um, you may be inclined to consciously or unconsciously make mess them up, make them go away. <laughs> you may be afraid of that success or have issues with self-worth um, or just vices, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Um, a, a number of different, or just kind of be so accustomed to um being in one way being in a stressful and dramatic relationship Mm -hmm. that when you 
receive something different, you're not, it's, it's unfamiliar to you. It's out of your comfort zone and it's more comfortable to actually stay in that stressful environment than to kind of allow yourself um, to start to receive in the unknown. Right. I mean, a big part of success is being able to embody the visions that, and the goals that you set out or the intentions rather. Um, a big part of it is being able to really be able to see yourself and feel yourself in that energy. And so there comes into play a, a lot of um, dysregulation, you know, not feeling connected to self when you're experiencing something that's quite opposite, perhaps, of what you might have grown up with in childhood. Um, self-sabotage is connected a lot with our thoughts and belief um, and our feelings that are programmed in us from early in childhood. I, I don't even know, like to go down that the rabbit hole in it, but what we, what we have programmed through our life experiences to tell us what is safe and how to create safety and security. So success might in some strange way feel very unsafe, very unknown. And what, what we do in reaction to that is our self-sabotage, whether that be, like you mentioned, self-medication, um, you know, resorting to alcohol or drugs or bad habits, mm -hmm. um, talking, burning bridges with people. Yep. Talking to our clients or, you know, personal yeah. relationships. Yep. Exactly. And that shows, that shows up in our personal lives. It shows up in our business. Um, and we see that being very intertwined when we are uh, blocking or dismantling one aspect, it's going to show up in the other. Mm -hmm. For sure. So it's very much a, we were talking about self-sabotage as being something that exists in a conscious and unconscious level of awareness. Mm -hmm. um, we can be aware, you know, okay, I have this tendency to um, create or these blockages on my own. I self-sabotage myself. Um, I procrastinate. Um, I comfort myself by um, drinking wine, for example, or other coping mechanisms that get in the way or slow up that progress towards actually fully embodying that success. Mm -hmm. that you just, you know, placed your order, your, your order right. to the universe that you're, you know, you desire the success. Well, why are you holding yourself back? Yep. Cause part of that manifesting process, I arguably the most important part, part of that whole lucky girl syndrome is putting yourself in the energy of what it is you want to attract or have in your life. So, you know, for example, you don't see many like world-class athletes um, staying out till three in the morning every night and drinking hard liquor. Mm -hmm. You just right. don't see it's not one thing is not conducive to success in the other. I mean, it's happened before, but you know, it's not meditation. It's, not, it's not your typical path to success in that world. Right. 
-hmm. There's that personal accountability um, to be able to show up in the way that you just um, painted the picture or, um, you know, created the outcome that you desire in your mind. Well, what does the day in the life look like for you Mm -hmm. once you've made that commitment? And it could be quite different from the way that you operate now. Mm-hmm. And it's- so if you're sort of, if you're, and if you're sort of making these moves with a lack of self-awareness, then you're going to kind of wind up in a circular pattern because if you're not self-aware and you're not actively trying to become more self-aware you're you're not going to voluntarily start to look at your you know habits and vices that might be blocking you from achieving what you're trying to achieve yeah it's people odd. don't want to look in the mirror sometimes you know that goes for everybody self too sure um yeah. but uh, you know a lot of time that's that that's that vice like we have we have these habits that we I don't want to say we love, but we, we are attached to for whatever reason. And, um, you I mean, know, they're it's, comforting. it's, it's hard to, to yeah. acknowledge. Um, I think it's, you know, the same, you know, going back to the, the whole self-talk and what really gets ingrained into our psyches, whether mm-hmm. we know it or not, what lingers around, you know, it's what we say to ourselves when we make those mistakes in those initial steps of, um, you know, growing into a new version of ourselves. It's uncomfortable, but, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, success isn't something that comes without a little bit of, you know, like, I don't want to say pain, but resistance success Mm -hmm. comes with a healthy dose of resistance where you need to actually put in the effort to be able to, show up in a different way. It's like, well, you know, talking about your strength training and Mm -hmm. we wouldn't get stronger without those really sometimes unbearable days when we can't push past one, you know, one set point where we're getting, um, right. But without that, like, I don't know. You always say, what is it like the final third of, of efforting towards it? The next time mm-hmm. you show up, you can, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And even if you don't complete the rep, you have shown up and put in the effort. So you will progress. And experience the, the motion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can walk the walk. And I think that's that's one thing when grand opportunities come in, sometimes they're surprising, they're not in our timeline. Um, as it relates to to business, it's going to feel very unfamiliar. I've never experienced this before. There's a lot of that, um, you know, a little bit of a twitch of a desire to, well, that's uncomfortable. I want to go back to what's comfortable. And you're literally pulling the plug on your own success resorting to what you knew or mm-hmm. have always known versus um, stretching yourself into the unknown. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about like 
Sometimes it's in one aspect of life, but not another, or you'll use another aspect of your life to sabotage, for example, your personal or romantic relationships, Mm -hmm. but you'll pour all of that energy into your business or career. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know what I'm saying? And then in that way, sabotage another aspect of your life by pouring too much into one cup and not enough into another. Yeah. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. So it's not always like just laziness, like, Oh, I don't want to do the thing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we still have, you know, deep rooted ideas that we don't deserve that success that we're not worthy of it. Yeah. Self-worth is definitely the biggest, the biggest note. I think that struck when we feel, um, when we feel that need to self-sabotage or to put up our own blocks or walls. And I would say too, it's that, um, that inner feeling of incompetence Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, we always talk about imposter syndrome, but Mm -hmm. That sneaks in, you know, sure. It's something not fully experienced, but everything we've known, all of our self-knowledge and experiences have prepared us to get to whatever opportunity is being served. Mm -hmm. I think, I think imposter syndrome too, is probably the direct cause of a lot of self-sabotage, even if it's only on like kind of micro levels, you know, Mm -hmm. but like not, uh, not trying out or, or signing up or applying for something because you already just feel like you're not worth it. You're not qualified. Yeah. Taking that kind of thing. So, you know, maybe not as obvious and dramatic of a self-sabotage as like, you know, I don't know, running out of the room, (laughs) telling everybody to go fuck themselves kind of thing. But, but you could, you're still denying yourself of that potential path at all. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I hear a lot and I do agree with this to some degree, but that you can't, you know, whatever is meant for you will never pass you by. Mm -hmm. I do believe that, but I also think that's with the fine print of like, but you can still mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> like if you, you know what I mean? If you, we have free will and um, you know, that even, even if you believe in things being destined for you and, and life purpose and life mission and all that, we, we can still use our free will to, drive our car off, off our given path into the woods. Yeah. I mean, just like you were saying, all of the little things, good and bad, add up to who we are. It's all the little choices we make. Yep. Yep. And sometimes it's just a matter of giving yourself an opportunity to fail. Yeah. Maybe you do, but you won't know unless you do it. It's true. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talk, especially at the beginning of the year, um, where people are putting a lot of energy into creating 
vision boards and planning for their business and setting up the foundations. Mm-hmm. All of these things are very good um, to be able to, to paint that picture for yourself of where you desire to be, but without putting any action in, without actually taking those steps, those little those little steps in either direction, sometimes big steps, um, you'll never, you'll never actually get into that exact scenario. Um, but I mean, the first, the first part is being able to visualize and, and the second telling, telling yourself that you're worthy, um, that you can experience that you're already as if it is already experienced, whatever it is that you're trying to create and manifest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then showing and, up in that way. Yeah. yeah. This is going to sound dramatic. Maybe it does in my head when I say it, but self-sabotage is not necessarily like a victimless crime. If mm-hmm. you're dealing with someone on a, close level who you know does self-sabotage consistently and on a high level um you know that can be really toxic hurtful um you know you name it in your in your own life as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think it's a i guess sort of a red flag to to be mindful of um, in people that you choose to spend a lot of time with or put your energy into. Oh yeah. Because eventually that will, you know, that will have an effect on you as well. Um, Rejecting, rejecting ourselves and rejecting our commitments, especially when we've them to others is like rejecting of that person. It's like mm-hmm. breaking that accountability and trust. And um, yeah, I mean, same for not being able to deliver or to show up in the way that you commit in business as well. Mm-hmm. And just the, the burning bridges idea, you know, kind of picking, picking a massive fight or you know, just causing some problem that creates so much damage, it's hard to even come back from. And a lot of times it's seemingly like for no reason, like for no good reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just throwing a grenade in the way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. At the Conscious Collaboration Podcast, we are proud affiliates of Atapa medical grade red light therapy devices. Red light therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits, many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder, recover faster, and sleep better with Atapa red light therapy. Visit myatapa.com, M-Y-A-T-A-P-A.com, or use the link in our Instagram bio to shop with the code COLLAB15, that's C-O-L-L-A-B-15, for a discount on your device.
I think a lot of times, you know, it can be very, you know, outwardly toxic and, um, you know, borderline, um, you know, you know, it's a toxic and shocking in a bad way. Um, but I think a lot of times people self-sabotage themselves in a self-deprecating way Mm -hmm. with humor or cynicism, you know, Mm -hmm. in a way, you know, saying this isn't for me. I don't deserve this. Um, because I'm always fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just like this. I'm just like this. I'm just like this. That's, Mm -hmm. that's me. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, then it is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely levels. There's definitely a spectrum. I think we all do it to some degree. It's just human nature. And, you know, going all the way up to people who just kind of operate that way. If it, if it feels too good, (laughs) they sabotage it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone experiences it on some level, but I'm having that self-awareness and being able to, um, well, identify it for yourself, bringing it to the surface so you can navigate around it, clear it out. Um, but you know, perhaps even in your conscious collaborations have those candid discussions about, well, and that's very hard to be vulnerable on that level, but when things happen in a certain way, I tend to um, do this. Mm -hmm. Um, I tend to throw up blocks or procrastinate on finishing X, Y, Z so that, you know, you have your accountability partner to help you like mm-hmm. uh, you're, you're procrastinating on this end of the project. We need to get this done. And be open to feedback from, from those collaborators also. Cause I mean, I feel like a lot of times it is mostly unconscious and it's, it's hard to necessarily see about ourselves where, where we could be doing that, especially if we're just doing it on a more subtle level. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's, no. it's there's times when it's harder to look in the mirror mm-hmm. or you don't even want to look in the mirror, but um, doing so in a conscious collaboration, having this ability to um, surface self-sabotage tendencies and then clear them out, I think can be really um, next level. You know, you're able to like, okay, we actually achieved this thing for the common good or like for our collective goals together, um, whatever it is that's being co-created, um, but being able to stand in that self-awareness and personal growth and show up so that you're a full person in your side of the relationship mm-hmm. is yep. really transformative. Um, and I think, you know, being able to exist with, or, um, go through experiences with someone that's challenging and uncharted, you really get to see who they are and you really get to see who you are in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy. One more reason to go to therapy. Oh, yeah. Well, mm, yes. I mean, <laughs> every day is, every day is a little bit of therapy when you're an entrepreneur, I think. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, you but know, good that. to have good to have some outside um, insight on 
where you might be doing that. Yeah. I mean, definitely the, your experiences and what's showing up is what somehow is existing internally. And it really does force you to take a look at, okay, like there's this holdup in this project or these, um, finances flowing in what blocks are being put up and, Mm -hmm. um, what, how have I contributed to them? Is this something that's been repeated (laughs) and can it be cleared? Yeah. I think if you find yourself like wanting to blame external sources for things, that's a big like red flag for you to slow down, turn it inward and be like, actually, what am I doing (laughs) Mm -hmm. where I feel like, you know, I need to just blame everything else for what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, lucky, lucky girl syndrome, um, having those mantras and that positive mindset really, really beautiful. But I think there's a lot of beauty also in just being able to recognize like the darker sides that come up. I mean, they show up for a reason. Um, Those are the things that are preventing us from being able to grow and transform into whatever it is that we're, we're aiming to achieve. Um, So there's, you know, there's a lot of talk and people talking about their, their shadow selves. Um, You know, those parts of us do deserve some, you know, acknowledgement, recognition, throw some love at it, you know, okay, you know, this, you know, this is a part of me that used to exist and, and being able to give it that recognition and leave it in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't try to hide it with. Glitz and glamour. <laughs> Inauthentic, inauthentic beauty, glitz and glamour. Yeah. I have some friends that we used to talk about, um, you know, showing up in situations that, and this was when I was working in corporate and there was a lot of stretching and growing in that environment where, um, you know, and I worked in, in corporate television where we would be on lower levels and showing up and meeting with someone on a, on a much higher level than us. Um, you know, within the company or just socially on a higher level and getting to that place where, you know, you have that self-sabotage tendency sneak in and you're feeling that self-doubt or, um, you know, uh, not feeling competent um, or saying something that you didn't mean to say out loud, which happens (laughs) a lot too. (laughs) We used to joke about like carrying a pocket full of glitter and when that would happen, we would just like whip out a pocket full of glitter and just mm-hmm. <laughs> blow it like ta-da, and then leave while the glitter is still in the yeah. air. Um, you know, which is fun. Um, you know, that gave like a lot of levity to that idea because, you know, it's it's good to have a little bit of, of humor in situations when you're feeling a lot under pressure. But what's even more powerful is being able to respect. Um, I mean, we were reading a lot in the, in the Yijing prior to this, but being able to show up at that table with people that are a little bit of a higher level than you and existing in the experience that you desire, but being able to 
give, um, you know, in the example of the Yijing is being able to take the check for, for the meal. Mm-hmm. And have moving, that, like, moving through with grace and beauty. As long as you can move through the situation with grace, it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being able to, you know, stretch out of your comfort zone and saying, okay, the new me is going to take the check here. Um, I'm owning this level um, of existence because this is the new me. All these little things, all these little actions become a reality and practice over time. And it, it doesn't mean that you're not in your lucky girl era, right? It just means that this is you now busting through the barriers and showing up as the lucky girl because the lucky girl can pick up the tab Mm -hmm. and there might be people you know in higher positions than her but nobody's really above her right right nobody's below her either but that's that self-worth And again, I think just looking at it, not as like an overly positive kind of thing there is no, there is no shadow in the world, but as more of a happy neutral (laughs) Uh, neutrality, (laughs) yes, a happy neutral things always work out for me, but you know, it is what it is basically also. Well, being humble too comes a lot Mm -hmm. into that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about, you know, you're coming from an energy where you're not boasting, like you're not coming from a, a place of pride and ego. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I think great. Yeah. I think you don't have grace when your pride and ego are showing out. Mm-hmm. You always have, you know, it's okay to have ego is not inherently bad. But when you're operating fully out of that place, then that's bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's coming from the place of earning versus you're being owed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no entitlement. It's not cute. So what are some action steps that we can recommend to those who are still tuned into us and, and thinking about their own self-sabotaging ways and how they may be showing up. What are some tips that we can share to help them integrate um, habits that I would, yeah. disperse all this self-sabotage? I mean, this is not... <laughs> probably either of our area of expertise, but I would say practice, you know, intentionality and self-awareness. Um, journaling is probably a really helpful thing. Um, Cause you can, you know, go back and review your thoughts and uh, possibly, you know, be your own kind of constructive critic there um and just you know you i think you gave a pretty good uh, step-by-step instruction manual um a few minutes back as far as how to 
um, kind of identify that, start to identify that when you feel yourself being blocked in certain areas. But I think a lot, like so much of it, because like you said, you can't deal with it if it's still at the unconscious level. You have to bring it to the conscious level in order to deal with it. And then you can just deal with it because it's a matter of, you know, discipline and and doing or not doing certain behaviors. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I think self-awareness uh, is the key there. Yeah. And acceptance too. I think really, mm-hmm. I like what you're saying about journaling and it's so easy, but it's something that to forget to do sometimes too, but all the time. <laughs> really just knowing who you are at your core outside of what your experience experiences are immediately in front of you and start from that place. I think of, you know, what is that like inner thing that lights you up and what do you, your, your, all of your capabilities and in your, your inherent things that you're born with, your gifts, your talents, what you desire to do day to day, um, that energy and showing up. And then when I was just in a coaching call not too long ago, and I love um, when people take me through guided meditations and really journal on what is the life that you desire in the next, um, let's say, immediate, you know, let's go out a little further, like five to 10 years to journal on where you desire to be in five to 10 years and, and write about it, all the details as in the past, like as if you've already had it and like write down like all of the steps that you can think of that come free flowing to your mind that you created this situation so that you could do this. Um, and this is what it feels like. And this is where I'm headed. And this is who's around me. Um, and this is what I look like when I look in the mirror, Re- write it down as if it happened already mm-hmm. and then read it back, you know, or better yet record yourself reading it and then close your eyes and listen to it and really see, can you imagine, <clears throat> look around and are you seeing this future life that you created? Mm. And then go to bed and wake up from your foot to the ground in that energy. I mean, it requires leaving things that you, that comforted you, even if they were bad, requires leaving them behind. Mm. Because that, that you that's in that space that you just journaled about wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. And it's a maintenance, just like we say, energetic maintenance. It's not doing the exercise once or it's checking in, making sure that you're staying on on task with it, maybe voicing it to a partner or collaborator that can hold you accountable or, you know, point out when, okay, you're, this is showing up again, you know, just bring it to your attention because we become so blind, um, to our own self sometimes. Yeah. Like you said, we're just not going to look in the mirror. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Look in the mirror. (laughs) Totally. There's a Michael Jackson song about that. (laughs) 
talking to the man in the mirror. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> I used to love Michael Jackson when I was a little kid. It was a good song. You embodied that. Didn't I? Yeah, you really did. Weird. Weird. <laughs> Channeling <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> no. Okay. We won't go there. No. I don't know. I feel like that brought a good full circle experience talking about the whole lucky girl era and then talking about mm-hmm. the other side of self-sabotage because it's that like yin and yang and and like you said finding that neutrality in between like being able to you know stand in that center and bring things back into balance constantly yeah being able to know that things are going to work out for you but being okay with however that looks it's the hardest thing. <laughs> so hard. Acceptance. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you can do it. You can do hard things. Yes. As you say to me, every time I show up in the gym, you can do it. You can do hard things. Yes. My little Emily mantra. That Sometimes there's a few more curse words in there, but that's. That you say or that I say? Of both. Okay. Mostly me. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah, but it's important. Got to do the hard work to be able to experience the results that you desire. Mm -hmm. Well, Emily, is there anything that we're leaving out? I don't think so. Be nice to yourselves. What's that? Said be nice to yourselves. Yeah, be nice. It's nice to be nice. My little Be nice to yourselves. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. Well, let's continue this discussion inside of the Conscious Collaboration Collective in our Close and Private Facebook group. Um, mm-hmm. I hope to see more people inside there. We'll delve more into the topics surrounding the lucky girl era and self-sabotage. I look forward to hearing what people are experiencing, what kind of luck they have flowing in or abundance or um, since we don't like to say luck so much, but what are their experiences, Fortune. their fortunes <laughs> flowing in? Yeah. And then how do we self and course correct when we are self-sabotaging? Yes. So you can look for ways to connect with us and the link provided in the description. And I thank you each for tuning in and sticking with us in this um, quite, I mean, I think this has been like mind vomiting kind of, <laughs> of our, all of our thoughts and and beliefs around these topics and we really value you and want to hear back more from you absolutely holler at us i'll talk to you in five bye guys bye thank you all so much for listening to our podcast if you haven't yet please be sure to subscribe rate review and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast, on Spotify, iTunes, and Audible, to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment, mind, body, and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at ConsciousCollaborationPodcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.